everybody. I know it's been an entire week, but we are continuing this conversation that we began. We've been talking about being mad as hell. So today we want to just kind of jump right in and continue on this, this let's say, uh, anger management journey. Yes. But before we get in, as always, I'd like to thank you for listening and tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for rating and submitting this, pop, uh, this podcast. And thank you for checking out my website, www.iamreneroberts.com. I so appreciate that. And as always, follow me on my Facebook and my Instagram platforms at I am Renee Roberts. And my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. Now, so how many of you, after listening to last week's podcast, feel like, okay, I can kind of deal with this a little bit better. I'm, I'm understanding my anger a little bit better. I'm understanding whether I am, uh, what did I give you guys last week? We talked about being passive aggressive. We talked about being openly aggressive. We talked about being assertively angry. Now, do you remember which one was the healthy anger? If you said assertively angry, you are correct. So we want to just, you know, I want to kind of piggyback off of these things and bring us more into the strategy of dealing with our anger. Now, I think I mentioned last week that I used the analogy of anger uh, uh, being likened to a fire. Do you all remember that? So when I'm thinking about that, I thought a little more about it. Now, anger, think about this. Anger burns like a brush fire. Let's look at it like a brush fire. So what starts a brush fire? Little things. Little things can trigger off a brush fire. And depending on the temper- temperature, the, uh, what's going on in the elements, otherwise, you know, in other words, whether it's really hot, uh, maybe the grounds are very dry, you know, it can be arid conditions. When these things are happening, any slight uh, combustion can cause a fire. And what happens with these brush fires? We see that not just water can put it out. Sometimes it takes forces of water and forces of different types of treatments. You know, even creating another fire to cut it off because it is literally burning the heck out of the earth. You understand what I'm saying? It has literally run people out of their homes because it is a a destructive force that just cannot be stopped. So when you're looking at anger, I want you to see it. It starts off like a brush fire. But listen, if it's unattended too long, it can literally set an entire forest ablaze. This is why I want to kind of kick off with talking a little bit about addressing our triggers. So if I had to numerically place these, this would be number one in our strategy. Address your triggers. If you're going to learn to manage your anger, you have to learn how to identify and address your triggers. Triggers are not necessarily bad things. You know, there are they are alert systems uh, for us to take notice and do something about it because something is wrong here. But when we ignore the triggers, when we avoid the triggers, when we try to suppress the triggers, guess what's going to happen? That little brush fire is stirring underneath the surface. So deal with those triggers, address them, confront them, figure out why am I being triggered by this or why is this making me so angry? And don't worry, we're going to get a little more into the whys of anger in a second. But that's number one. Address those triggers. Number two, validate your anger. 
I don't understand why we feel like we cannot be angry. I had someone text me the other day. Okay, here's a real moment, guys. I had somebody text me the other day. We were talking about uh, the Miami Heat game. So for those of you that don't know me, now you know. I am a Miami Heat lifer, okay? I'm, I wear the shirts. I wear the, the, the watch. I wear the hats. I mean, you name it. I just love Miami Heat. That's, that's, those are my peeps. And so they were texting me something about the Miami Heat and our loss. We lost the game. And um, they put in there, you know, God forgive me for being angry. And um, I was like, well, I don't think we need forgiveness for anger. I said, I think what we need forgiveness for is what those, ang- the type of thoughts those, that anger triggered. Because, you know, you can be angry. So we have to validate. I was like, I'm not apologizing to God for being angry that the Miami Heat lost. I feel validated. I have the right to feel that way. You understand what I'm saying? So everything we deal with in life when it comes to our emotional realm, it's important to validate it. That does not exclude anger. Anger is a part of that. Include it in your validation process. Acknowledge it and realize that, okay, I am angry. I accept that I'm angry and I'm okay. It's okay that I'm angry. God's not mad at me. I'm not being a bad person. Karma is not going to get me because I'm angry. It's just, I'm angry and it's okay. So validate that. So number one, address those triggers. Number two, validate your anger. Number three, deal with the why. Remember, I promised you we were going to talk a little bit about that. Now, also last week, tagging on to last week, I don't know if you remember, I used a key word to describe anger. I described it as a flamboyant emotion. It's a bold emotion. And I was talking with my best friend about it because afterwards she was just like, oh, my God, I love that word. It was such a good descriptive word. And I started telling her what what came to mind was the peacock. And I don't know how much, you know, you know about a peacock and I'm limited in my knowledge. You know, outside of what Animal Kingdom has taught me, you know, I don't really know much about them either. But I think they are the most unique birds in the species. Right. And so I used to think that the peacock was a female. But actually, I mean, there are female and males. But what I mean, when I see the big the tail spread out, the what do you call it? Like the fan of their beauty. Those are the males. And the males do that to get attention. They are trying to attract the female. So in mating season, you see the peacock. He just kind of flamboyantly shows off this, this, you know, this little his little fanny. You get it? Little Fanny. Okay. Anyways, that was corny. My bad. But he's showing it off. So it's an, it's, it's flamboyant, right? So I want you to look at your anger like that. Your, your anger is a very flamboyant emotion. And because it's so flamboyant, you have to be bold enough to confront the core of it. Because if you're not bold, you're not going to manage that flamboyant emotion. You have to make sure that you have the, the, the not just the strength, but the bonus to say, you know what, let me look this in the face and deal with it. Deal with the why. Why am I angry? When we start dealing with the whys, uh, it helps us to emotionally regulate. This is a healthy regulation. But we have to start saying, why? Why am I angry? Why? Not I'm angry at this. Or I'm angry at him or her. I'm angry about this. But why did it provoke anger? Why couldn't I be sad about this instead of angry? 
Why couldn't I just be disappointed instead of angry? This, these are addressing the whys of our anger. So we have our triggers, addressing the triggers, validating the anger, dealing with the whys. Number four, this is a good one. <laughs> I wrote it and I'm saying it's good. Stop ruminating over the anger. You know, in our, in our cognitive processes, we have this, this uh, I don't want to say ability, but it's this habit, I'll say, where we just constantly ruminate over things that are negative. And a lot of times our angry emotion, which is not, is not negative, but it is considered a negative emotion because it impacts us negatively. Not that it's a bad emotion. You know, in psychology, negative and positive don't mean good and bad. It's just the, the relationship between the, the item and the effects of, you know, the, the cause and effect. Is, that's what it's addressing. And so we understand that ruminating over anger, ruminating over this negative process, it just creates greater chaos. And you know what it does? It starts infuriating us. You ever ruminated over something that made you angry and you kept thinking about it? And the more you thought about it, you're just like, your whole disposition starts shifting, right? It starts affecting your day, starts affecting how you deal with your children, how you deal with the person that called, how you deal with the Amazon Prime delivery guy. <laughs> I, had to throw my, I had to throw them in there. I love them. Um, but, you know, it starts affecting everything. It starts affecting your appetite. You either don't want to eat or you're just eating anything, you know. And so we have to be mindful that we are not ruminating. Stop stirring those things over and over. Start shifting your thought process when it comes to the anger. If Listen, if you can address the whys, that will cut down on the rumination. Not neglecting to, neglecting to address the whys is what really keeps us going in that rumination cycle. So don't ruminate over the anger. This leads me to number five. My favorite, breathe. Breathe. <laughs> sounds like one of those. <laughs> that sounds like one of those little recordings, you know. I want you to breathe and count to 10. Listen, breathe. Because when things get uncomfortable, you have to stop. Identify with your body, your physical, uh, uh, the physical alerts that are going on and bring that anxiety down. That anger seems to bring with it. You know, I think anxiety is like anger's best friend or anxiety is like anger's. Um, I want to say a lover. Like They just come hooked together. They are hooked up. They are booed up when they come on the scene. Right. So you're angry and then you get anxiety because I don't know what to do with this anger. I'm afraid I'm about to kill somebody. I'm afraid I'm about to hurt somebody. You know, we start dealing with those things. So stop and breathe. Get control of your body. Get control of your mind. Take deep breaths in through your nose. Hold it and then breathe it out slowly. That's the process of breathing. In through your nose. Hold it. And then release it slowly. And you do that until you bring yourself down to a sober. When I say sober, I'm talking about emotionally sober. Bring yourself to an emotionally sober space so that you can manage this anger. You know, people end up hitting, being physical, um, shooting, stabbing, all of those, those reactive things. 
That's a result of the anxiety that comes along with the anger. And because they don't know what to do with it within their bodies, it's the reaction. So I need to let it out, but I'm going to let it out in this unacceptable way. We have to learn how to discipline ourselves by stopping, taking some breaths and getting ourselves regulated. This includes our potty mouths. You know how we can just go off. We can just literally speak in other tongues uh, when we get angry. <laughs> and that is not, you know, a religious or, or, or Christian thing. That's something universal where we literally speak in some other languages when we get very upset. And um, we start being very disrespectful and very dishonorable to those that we are upset with. And so we have to manage that. We have to relax, breathe. Even when you don't want to, breathe. All right? Even you listening to me right now, I need you to breathe. Because for some reason, I sense you're holding your breath just a little bit based on what I just said. It's okay. We have to learn how to, we have to train ourselves to not be reactive, but to be more responsive. Okay? So breathe. So that was number five. Let's go to number six. How many of these things do you have, lady? We only have eight, guys. Relax. We, we're almost there. We're on the home stretch. Number six, I want you to be intentional with distracting yourself. In other, in other words, you have to create things or create moments and times where you can literally distract yourself in those moments of anger. In other words, you, you, you can take a time out while you're sobering up. You know how we put kids in time out because they are, uh, we want to teach them something. We want to correct a bad behavior. This is what breathing and, and put, taking a, doing intentional distractions do for our, our behaviors when it comes to our anger. It literally conditions us to say we don't have to be reactive right now. We can just chill out until it's time or it's a more appropriate time to respond. You have to put a little space between processing and addressing the source of your anger. Because sometimes to try to address the source of your anger right off rip, literally there's going to be some type of, uh, what can we call it, bad combative <laughs> reaction going on there. So we want to limit that kind of conflict when you're angry you're not sober enough to deal with anger to deal with the the situation or the source when you're angry like that take a chill pill take a time out um here's another little tip on that point listen don't be disciplining your children when you're in this state do not discipline those children when you are in this state i will say it one more time parents aunties, uncles, cousins, you know, whoever does child care, do not discipline these children when you are angry. You're not sober enough to deal with them in the correct way. I'm all for discipline. I've had four of them. I've raised many of them, <laughs> not just my four. And, and I've had to discipline them. But I did learn over time, and I say over time in all honesty, because initially I was, listen, when I get angry, they set it off, they're going to get it in some kind of way, you know. And sometimes the punishments were, were very, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like they were out of balance with the, they, they were misappropriated, you know? And so we have to be careful with that because we are literally uh, teaching them how, how to operate in anger too. So if, if to, if being angry, mommy does this, she gets, she lashes out, she's this, she's that, then guess what they're going to do? They're going to model that exact same behavior. So do not stop messing these kids up by disciplining them while you are angry. And another point under that, do not address hostile or explosive issues while you're angry. If it's hostile, if it's explosive, learn to walk away. Take a time out. Tell yourself, self, you are going in timeout right, right now. Because if you don't get in timeout, you're going to be in lockdown. <laughs> Doing serving five to ten. You know what I'm saying? You, you put a timeout on yourself. Do not address these things when you're in that state. Good. All right. I got that. Okay. Breathe, 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 breathe. All right. Let's go on to number seven. Change your environment. This, this ties into you creating a distraction, right? Change your environment. This is another part of taking a break. It's okay to respectfully leave, go. And the key word is respectfully. And I know when we're angry, it's very hard for us to pull on those respectful genes, but we have to be intentional with it and say, you know what? I'm going to abandon this conversation right now. Uh, I need to take a break. I don't need just the time out where I'm just taking a moment to sober up. I need to literally take a break from this scenery. I need to get away from you. I need to get away from these children. I need to get away from everything familiar right now so that I can just kind of gather myself. And it's okay to do that. It is okay to do that. Did y'all hear my Alexa? I told y'all, Amazon is the way. <laughs> Amazon need to, Amazon, y'all need to go ahead and pick me up, right? Okay, I'm just teasing. I don't even know if they do that, but I was teasing. But we, we have to pull away sometimes, break away, leave the scene before it becomes a crime scene. And listen, I'm saying that for real because I wish I had known this, these things in the earlier parts of my marriage. Child, that's a whole nother, I'll tell y'all about that on another episode. But let's just say, Things would get heated and me, it was me, I, me, it was me. I was the crime. Literally, if I stayed in the moment, we're going to call the police. We have to call the police on this because I would get crazy. I had no regulation over my anger. I would just let it get the best of me and feel like I have to express what I'm feeling. But I was not really expressing what I was feeling. I was reacting on a situation the older I've become, the more mature I've become, the more developed I've become emotionally, the more my emotional intelligence has expanded. I understand now that that was not the way. That was very, that was very immature, and I had to learn how to regulate emotionally in those moments so that I was not creating crime scene. I was not creating chaos in the midst. So... Change your atmosphere, change your environment, you know, and when I say change your environment, I, okay, for all my Christian folk, I get it. You're going to pray. You're going to declare some things in the atmosphere. And for those of you that are not Christians, you may not even understand some of that lingo, but y'all Christians know exactly what I'm talking about, right? That's cool. But listen, after you finish that, please leave, go somewhere else, 
get don't don't sit up in there with that. Go and get yourself together. Say to yourself, self, we got to go get ourselves together. All right. Okay. So, and here's the last one. Here's number eight. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. And I did it all in time. Know your anger symptoms. K-N-O-W. Know your anger symptoms. Start dealing with it. Use, be creative, be, be knowledgeable enough to already have techniques in place to deal with those symptoms before they blow up. I like to liken it unto our immune systems. In our immune systems, with our immune systems, it's not sufficient to say, I have a cold, so now I'll start taking vitamin C. I have a cold, so now I'll start giving my body some immune boosters. Your system should already be boosted before these viral things attack it. And we have to consistently boost our immune system because guess what? There is always something viral in the air that, that we're susceptible to. But the stronger the immune system is, guess what? You fight it off silently sometimes. Sometimes people don't even know you had the little sniffles. Sometimes you're not even aware that your body has fought something off for you when you have a strong immune system. Let's not be like the unlearned when we, we're not, you know, we're not, we're, we're not knowledgeable of what's going on with ourselves emotionally. Be, be honest with yourself. Know your symptoms. You know when your head starts aching a little bit. You know when that left eye starts jumping and trembling a little bit. You know when you start patting or whistling or, or you know, crunching eyes. <laughs> You know, whatever it is, you know, when you start twitching and, 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 you know, you know, your symptoms, you know, when you're, you know, one of my symptoms are my belly, my belly goes into, I don't even know what happens inside of the stomach of mine, but when it gets to that space, I, I know I'm like, okay, you're warning me because the next thing is going to pop off if I don't deal with this feeling right now. So I've learned that that is definitely a symptom for me. And I've put techniques in place to prevent that from going any further than it needs to. So I'm, I'm hoping that these anger strategies have helped you in this, this podcast. I, I did give you some humorous things in there, but I, I believe that humor kind of helps us memorize some things also. So I'm hoping that, you know, it's been beneficial and it is teaching you to regulate yourself. Listen, I want you to start encouraging your own self and saying, self, you're not a bad person because you're mad. You're not a bad person because you popped off. You're not a bad person because you, you know, you feel like your anger is uncontrollable. You just, you may just be unlearned and that's okay, but because we can learn, right? So I want you to just learn, go back, play, play the episode prior to this, play this episode again. And I want you to just keep putting them on repeat until you have learned how to navigate and to manage these intense emotions of anger. Doing that will definitely revolutionize how you perceive the world and how you perceive conflict for sure. So I'm looking forward to dropping another episode for you next week. Don't forget, check it out. Uh, tune in again and share this one. Let somebody know you mad. Here you go. You don't have to be mad as hell anymore. 
we've learned some techniques i'll see you guys next week bye